Oh, I got his ass now. My bottle got stretched a little bit. You have to be fast in the track. I'm about to light this shit up. You know, big applause for us, James. We're finally back in studio together. Oh my God. You just said it and we can say it. We're back, baby. We're fucking back in studio. This is a huge day. We're finally back in studio. This feels fantastic. At a safe distance, nonetheless. We're sitting uh, corner to corner on the table. But man, it feels good. It feels great. Like, I know we're at a safe distance, but like I, I, I told you, you're in my boat. Yeah, I'm yeah. No, it's true. Bubble, but it's you're true. In my bubble. No, it's true. You can breathe on me. I yeah. can't breathe on you. We're in our, we're, this is our, we're in our bubble. Yeah. We're in our bubble. Got to keep safe still. But boy, does it feel good to be back in studio. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have a mic in front of my face and not in my, my office, my computer, the janky Wi-Fi, yeah. headphones. No, no cutting out. No janky Wi-Fi this time. No, it really hasn't been the same. Like just podcasting by myself in the basement over the phone. It's not nearly as fun. It isn't. No, like, like I still enjoy it, but it's not nearly as good. No, I tried to make like a good setup at home in my office and like to feel like I was podcasting. Yeah, but it's not the same when you don't have the mic in front of you. No, like, yeah, no, so, it's not the same. Yeah, uh, show sixty-one. We got uh, Connor Fields and Elise Willoughby coming on. You might have heard of them both. I'm not sure if you have. Um, yeah, like a mediocre name and be yeah, good, decent know. BMXers. <laughs> we're having both on the show. It'd be good to talk to him and catch up. We're going to go over the uh, USA BMX Grands news about uh, one day winner take all pro race. How about that? Pretty interesting. Yeah. Right? How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, I've heard talk about a uh, Tory comeback, trying to get his one his title. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think Tory's going to come back. You know, <laughs> train's going to start after our golf trip. <laughs> <laughs> Huge golf trip coming up. Super excited. We'll get into it first. Thanks to ProGate Europe, winning starts the great gate. Connor and Elise have had so many good gates, actually great gates that and have won. They've had great gates. Yeah, they've incredible. had great gates. They are two people that have had some sick hole shots. Yeah, they have. They yeah. really have. Yeah. So thanks to them coming on the show. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. What do you think about? USA BMX thing. I think like from my perspective mm-hmm. as a person that's just gonna be watching it. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Winner take all, you know, you probably get 100%. some euros and some fast people coming over for it. But at the same time, if I'm Corbin or Elise or those people at the top of the pro standings, I'm not stoked. And yeah. I was talking to my dad about it today. Why wouldn't they just freeze the points the way they are and go into the grands the way they are points wise now? Why wouldn't you just do that? Like, why, why would you erase the, the points that have already been earned? That seems really unfair. Yeah, I get that. Uh, how many races have they had though? They've had three, two. I don't know. Three. I don't know actually. Like, is, is it really a fair number to really stop at? Like, are they really going to get a fair judgment of the two or three races that they've done? And at the same time, those two or three races, people like Joris didn't go to because they knew they had the rest of the series to come for they prepare like Joris is somebody who, who was yeah. purposely taking his time to get back. So he was waiting till he was ready. And instead of coming back early, I mean, you could go, it could go both ways. This whole, this whole conversation is going to be both ways. Yeah. I'm just, if I'm someone who's been winning, like Corbin's been winning and, um, in a good position to go for the title. And I mean, obviously a few months into the year, you can't say he's going to win. Obviously you can't say that about anyone. Yeah. But being in a good position and having wins, you know, like you count your best 10 scores. And so if you already have a bunch of wins and stuff that are counting, you're feeling good about it. And obviously Connor and Joris, they'll probably catch up and wins. Um, but at the same time, like I'm not stoked if I'm one of those guys. Really no. not. No, because at that, they know that they've, over the years, like they've been in the title hunt before. They know that when they do this series, they have to get their scores in so that when they go in the grands, they're not fighting everybody. They're fighting basically one, two, three guys yep. top. So they yep. know that it's just a battle between them. Um so, I mean, yeah, if, I wouldn't be stoked if I was them, 
but at the same time, I mean, for the viewership, uh, like you said, like as us as fans, even though like I'm racing, but as a fan, it's awesome. Oh boy. It's going to be good. exciting because yeah. everybody knows what's on the line in one race. They don't have to try to calculate the points in their head. It's like whoever wins the race, bingo, bang, and bongo, you won the title. It's kind of cool. This one's three mains too. So it'll be, it's like That's, a one day, but it's, it's unique because it's three mains. So you have to, yeah. you still have to be consistent on the day to yeah. do it. And what um, I think is something to remember too, is like, you look at world championships, you look at the Olympics, yeah. it's a one day event and it people, is. people could say like, I mean, it's different series. Like this is a whole supposed to be the series. Well, yes, it is supposed to be the series, but I mean, one race, one, one showdown here. It's, it's just like the world champs are one of those big races. So, yeah. But at the same time, what if they did that to the world cups and just scratch the points and just did a world cup final for world cup champion? Like, I don't think that'd be fair. I think they should still count shepherd Yeah. No, and I, I guess, guess you have to count Bathurst, but in general, like I still think you should count the races that have been done. Like the Supercross series, like monster energy. Mm -hmm. I granted they did more rounds and whatnot, but they didn't reset the points or anything. Yeah. I mean, I think you got to, it's got to be something to do with how many rounds you've got in. Because if you've only got two rounds of, let's say 18, it's kind of ridiculous. But if you yeah. have, if you have got, let's say if you had 10 rounds of 18, I'm just going off super cross, yeah. even though it's 17, it'd be different. And I think that's one of the things Sylvan said. And actually uh, one of our questions to the fans, like, or to Connor and Lise was, would you rather have it happen like they did in Supercross, where they bunched in seven races in like four weeks? Or would you have it as it is where it's just a one race winner take all? Let's go to Tulsa for a month, baby. Just bang them out. Like, would you rather <laughs> have that? Like that? I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point actually. Cause like there are benefits to that in the sense that yes. Okay. You're going to get your series and you're going to get your races in. But I mean, for one, do we have the money for that as a sport? No, we don't have the means. We don't have the means to, to pay for all the testing and all that. Like we don't have the means to do that. Like pro sports do. No, exactly. And then obviously it would suck to have to do that <coughs> as the athletes. Like those motocross guys were lucky. They were in Salt Lake city. Yeah. I don't think that'd be the same as us going to Tulsa and being stuck in Tulsa for a month. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, from, from a fan's perspective though, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. And I, I think, yeah, USA BMX, like looking at this is like, they're trying to get their title in and for their fans and everybody watching, it's going to be extremely exciting. Yeah, it'll be really exciting. Um, and, you know, the cream's still going to rise to the top. You're still, I mean, likely the three best guys will be Connor, Corbin, and Joris going for it anyway. So those are likely the three people that are going to be going for it. And agree. obviously Elise on the women's side too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. yeah, wow, that's, you know, once again, like in everything these days, it's an unprecedented time. It's a very fluid situation. Very, How many times fluid. we heard that? Just unprecedented <laughs> and fluid. <laughs> what in doubt to say that. Ever changing. Um, Whenever you're talking to somebody, it's like, oh yeah, I know these crazy times right now. It's crazy how much everything changes. That's all you say I to know, people every I know. day. Damn, how about 2020, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, Crazier. fuck me, huh? <laughs> um, but you made a good point about like if the Euros can come, they could be a wrench in this. Dude, yeah, I mean. Because if you saw yeah. Romain, if you saw Sylvan, if you saw Mayette last year, they were hauling ass and they were up for the win. One of those guys could get hot and win it. Very easily. Yeah. Like if they were actually training for that event, like I don't know if they were last year, they might've been. Like I'm well. going to, yeah. Like Tori is, like yeah. you have a shot to win. Yeah. And like, yep. there, there is not until the first <laughs> gate drops, does anybody have a mathematical advantage? You're nope. equal to Connor going into this. Yeah, fuck yeah, I am. You fucking go in there. You get yeah. your, your name on that banner up yeah. at the top of the Can stadium. you imagine? <laughs> Let's just picture it. I just train for the next six months and just come in and win and then retire again. Is that the <laughs> biggest, would that be the biggest legendary move so in cool. the sport? You're, you would, you'd be the one and only, that would be all time. That would be all time. It would be the all time greatest moment in BMX history. It'd be the all time, probably the, I mean, you can't, 
It'd be hard to say how big it would be. That'd, that'd be fucking awesome. Like they don't even have a trophy big enough to give you. I would feel like I stole something. You would, yeah, you would. I'd feel like I stole yeah. something. And I mean, rightly deserved, you would. Can you imagine? Oh off, my God. I, mean, you, that would, I don't know, that'd be badass. <laughs> that would be so cool if someone did that. Do you think you could? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love golf too much. <laughs> oh, that's You're talking no golf for six months? You crazy? Are you crazy? Are, are you, cra- are you shitting you me? You gotta do so much flat hill digging at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be exciting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, interesting to see if they do anything different with the kids, like are the grands for the kids still the same? I don't know. I think they're I still running nationals, so that. yeah. So. Yeah, I look forward to winning the Grands and becoming USABX number one pro in uh, November, and then you're tied in the, you're tied in the in. right now. Yeah, I'm I'm tied for the lead right now. Yeah, you got you got <laughs> I'm, I'm tied for the number one pro right Connor, now. Watch your ass, he's coming. Yeah, like I'm tied for it. I'm tied in points, all even playing field. Like, yeah, I got as good a shot as anyone. It's anyone's ball game, pretty right much. Now. And I think I'm just gonna go win it. So yeah, it's as simple as that. I mean, why not? Yeah. Um, should these be lower, by the way? Which. All the, everything's no, the I think the sound levels look okay. Okay. I don't know. I, I trust you because you've been a student. I think so. Uh, Are you shitting me? No, I think it's all right. So, yeah, um, by the way, so let, let me just get into it and say sorry. I didn't. I was not prepared at all today. Oh, yeah. So what'd you do? So, so yeah. here's what we did today. We we went golfing. We just got back. Yeah. We played golf, I should say. Had a great golf round. Oh, had a great round. Tori killed it on the, on the course. I, I will say. The first 11 holes. I shot 78. Pretty stoked on my, on my, uh, at my golf club with a triple bogey on the 11th hole. I had three birdies today. Shot 78. Pretty, pretty fucking stoked. A well-earned stokeness of that. Yeah. Well-earned stokeness. There was some hype on the last green. I poured in a 20 footer for birdie just for an exclamation point. Yeah. Fist pump to celebrate. Yeah. It was worth it. And it was I was yelling. Deserved. It couldn't, people were saying it couldn't be done. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is bad. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> James played great nice. today. Just had a triple and a few bogeys. And then I was, I was great for 11 holes yeah. and then I lost it. I was tired. I'll be honest. It's the first time Still, I played in two weeks. And 83 is very solid. I felt great. 83 is solid. I was really comfortable. Yeah. yeah 83 was, is good. Worried, so, uh, Great fun. Weather's finally good again. My dad was hitting the ball well. So it was me, you, and my dad. Grego was playing great. Grego was, was striping. He's worked it. on his wedges, hey? Yeah, he's worked his on his wedges. Time, uh, yeah. So every evening he'll be in the yard and he'll be barbecuing or whatever. And he'll just be chipping around with his sand wedge and Fantastic. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks so much more comfortable. Yeah, he's sitting there well. Anyway, we're, we're looking good for our golf trip coming up this week. We are looking really good for our golf trip coming up. I can't freaking wait. No, I can't. So I've been, no. been grinding in the gym, just grinding. Yeah. I can't wait for this golf We're going to listen to uh, Sirius XM Canada on the way up to nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> four months of free streaming. Get yours today. Wait, four months? Four months of free streaming, bro. Can I get this? Uh, yeah, anyone can. So I can they made bar- four can. months of free streaming on Sirius XM I Canada. Play, I can play my bars. Get yours sports. today. Yeah, you can. Fantastic. So yeah, anyway, that's a cool little deal I signed. Pretty stoked. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Ambassador stoked. over there and Mr. Influencer. Yeah, pretty stoked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're a cool company, so it'll be, yeah, that's pretty sick. So when are we going to get the podcast on there? Co- we got to get a chatter on Sirius XM. You, you got any How you got any sick would that there? Uh, I'm a content guy, bro. <laughs> Huge content guy. Huge content guy. I saw uh, you and Laws. You guys are I know. the influencers of Laws the, had one the today, world. and so did Neek. Had a Samsung to post yeah. to. That's cool to see. Yeah. The sport is being expanded outside of just bike I mean, why not ex- sponsors, bike sponsors. Yeah, why not ex- influencers. Yeah. Why not expand or whatever? There's a lot of opportunity there. Mm-hmm. For sure. A lot of people that probably don't know what Sirius XM is, what you know, everything. Yeah. No, it's totally. not a, it's not a paid ad though. So uh that no. that radio station, that that whatever that is, that's what we, <laughs> <laughs> we don't get free ads on this Um thing. oh Alberta camp scheduled. So me and James have some for August. Um we'll announce soon. Then I have some in July that I'm doing that 
are now going to go off. So I'll be in Victoria BMX July 4th and 5th. Then I fly to Ontario and Tuesday I'll be at Falls BMX July 7th, July 8th and 9th in Stouffville. Stouffville? Stouffville? I don't know how to say it properly. I have no idea. Stouffville, July 8th and 9th. Yeah. And then Cumberland BMX Coal Hills July 18th, 19th. So I'm stoked some of my camps are going off this month and making sure we talk to the tracks and we'll be practicing social distancing and everything and make sure everyone's safe. So I'm excited for that. And me and James will announce ours in August soon too. It'll be good to get back out there get the kids riding. Yep. Yep. It'll um, be really good. We kind of skipped over what actually, why I didn't bring my stuff. We're, we're just flowing, baby. We're I back know. in studio. We're excited. Everything's fluid. <laughs> Everything's, <laughs> it's, it's a very, even the studio is a very fluid situation. It's a very fluid Are you shitting me? Right now. Um, so, what, what were you going to say? Anyway, I, well, I wanted to explain my situation and why. Oh yeah. Tell us about today. Yeah, well, yeah. I just wanted to let you know. Well, so I knew we were going golfing today yeah. and then we discussed last night when the podcast was going to be. And when you said like, we were recording this at like 9 PM. I was like, oh damn, that's late. Like my bedtime comes around like pretty quick. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be up early. So then like I was planning the day before I did my upper body and my core on Sunday evening. So yeah. I could get up Saturday, do my main lifts, do my sprints, be ready for golf. But then in my head, I was thinking, damn, I'm rushed. Like maybe I should just do this podcast at home. And then I got that thought in my head and then I forgot to actually bring my things with me to the mm -hmm. course. Cause oh, I, cause I thought we were going to podcast at home. Cause then I was in my head. I, I had crossed my mind, but I didn't tell you I thought about podcasting home, but yeah. I didn't want to podcast at home. I was just like, it's late. And we didn't talk about it. And I assumed you just, I, I was assuming too, but it, yeah, yeah. I never, I never established what I wanted to do in my head <laughs> so that when I got to the golf course, I was like, fuck, I didn't bring anything. No headphones, nothing. So no you're using some janky old earbuds. Yeah. Some, I don't even know what, but we're back are. in studio. So we don't really care. No, I can hear myself. I can hear you. You got I can no hear our guests. Great. I'm not delayed. It's fantastic. You got no laptop or tablet either. Yeah, I just got my phone here. Yeah. I don't feel as official because of that, but it's fine. At the yeah. same time, I don't have my damn computer that's going to cut the Wi-Fi out. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Um, discussion topic. What's the most iconic moment in BMX? Well, the most iconic moment is going to be me coming back and winning the grants this year. But like, we're just foreshadowing what's going to happen. That's going to be the biggest one. Yeah. But right now, we got to say what's the biggest one. Right now. Um, I think there are a lot to choose from. I, th I feel like somebody said, and like maybe we've asked somebody this question. That's why I think of it. Somebody said at least winning the worlds in 2017 um, with Sam as her coach being there. I think people have said that's yeah. a pretty iconic moment. In BMX. That was definitely, I would um, say the first Olympic gold medal. Like I think it's gotta be up there. I think like Maris's win in Beijing was huge. I, that was an exciting final. It was the, the start of the sport of the Olympic sport. You know, it was also like, huge when yeah. KB won in 2007 with him and KY battled for the title. That was that was a pretty big one. Oh, at the Worlds. Yeah. That was huge. 2007 in Victoria. Yeah. God, that, that was a good race. I that was that sick. Track. Yeah. That was a great Worlds. Um, you can honestly look at a bunch of the World Champs and say they're one of the most iconic moments. I think you got to obviously look at the biggest races like the Olympics, like Maris going back to back. That's iconic. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mariana winning her gold. For sure. Back to back. That's iconic. Connor being the second guy to ever win. That's iconic. Yep. Um, but I don't know. It's hard to pick just one. Bubba when Bubba won his first ABA pro title, that was pretty big. That was like a while ago now. Yeah, what, what that, was that was pretty sick. Uh, I want to say 2004. 2004. He yeah, crashed the I first main and then passed and beat Warwick the second main and won the third main from way back and won the title. It was pretty that's, unreal. That's nasty. So like that was a long time ago, but that was huge too. We still got to get that guy on, hey? I know. I we tried a couple this. times to get Bubba, but... Anybody's friends with Bubba, can you guys just, like, tell him we still Hook us up. I know. We want to talk to him so no, bad. We're not going to be pushy about it, but we still no, really yeah. love to hear his story. And yeah. He's he's one of the most iconic guys in BMX. Oh, 100%. 100%. Add Bubba Harris. Um, But yeah, let's pick a moment. Pick your moment. I don't, I don't know. What I'll, say, I'll say Maris winning in Beijing. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. 
Pretty easy, pretty easy answer, but yeah, I'll go yeah, with Maris yeah. winning in Beijing. Um, shit. The Olympics is just so big. Like, uh, yeah, I want to pick something that's different than the Olympics. You know what? It's really up there as Tuan's win was something special. That was cool, yeah. That Tuan's was, win was that cool. That was something special the way he won it. I was um, yelling, don't crash the whole lap. <laughs> After he almost crash, tacoed don't himself. Crash, don't crash. Don't crash. But yeah, any of those big races. Because then I was thinking, even Sylvan's win when he like I he lined it, but he's just such an there was so much passion, so much yeah, that was cool. That that was iconic. To yeah, me. for and sure. All I'm saying is iconic, iconic, iconic. But yeah, it's seriously awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go with those. Yeah. Um, from Sebas four hundred four, riders are always asked, "What is their favorite track? What makes a track either good or bad?" I think there's a big difference between like if you you can really like a track but not like it for racing, or really like a track for racing, but not like, like it to just ride. Like I really loved racing Papinel, but I didn't think it was that fun of a track to just ride. I don't know. Uh, I hundred percent kind of boring just to ride, but for racing, it was awesome. Yeah, exactly. It was one of the best race tracks. Yeah. Um, the Chula Rio track in 2016 for the Olympics was pretty gnarly. I loved riding that one, but I don't know about racing it. Yeah. Yeah. There's different things for different, like there's tracks that are fun to flow around tracks that are fun to train on and then tracks that are fun to race on. Yeah. Like a Chula Beijing. That thing is fun to flow at about 60 speed. Um, I, think I haven't seen any videos of it ever working on it. It's been like in the works for a couple of years. Only a few people have ridden it. Yeah. Why doesn't anyone ever post about I it? I don't think anybody's posted a video from like, it. Can someone so just like, post a GoPro video of it or something? I, I think I've only seen like somebody standing on the second corner, taking a video of a rider <laughs> coming down the second straight. Maybe That's the all social media spot is above <laughs> the berm jump. That is just the fucking social spot. Seriously. That's the Instagram spot. It's the Instagram spot. It's Everybody like, just sits up there. Anyway, oh my so it's like you just like, I hey, know. Man, you take a video and it's just, Hey happens. man, just like, I'm gonna put my goggles on and snap a photo real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, While well, following on the second straight is going to get a ton of likes. <laughs> Any BMXer that's been there has posted a video that's gone viral. It's so see. it's so known though in BMX, and it's just so picturesque. The whole like all Chula Vista is yeah anywhere on that those three tracks is so picturesque. Totally, um, but yeah. So like, what I would think would make a good let's go with a good racetrack first. I think a good racetrack is a pretty wide and wide open first straight. Yeah, I mean, like doesn't squish in too much at the beginning. A good Papandal where the jumps are there. But if you hit them right, you get a lot of speed. For sure. You can fully go all out, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I agree. Do you agree? Yep, yeah, I agree. Like, I like the Chula Vista London first straight. That one was so sick. That was a fantastic. I like that whole track. That was probably yeah. my favorite track to ride and race. Yeah, fair. It was pretty gnarly to race, but I love riding and racing it. That was a technical after the first one. That got real tough. I like it because it was big and wide open fast, but you got rewarded for being really technical too because the track was gnarly. And then if you tripled into the last corner, which was really tough in a full lap, you got rewarded. So that I think was just the perfect Supercross track for me. That's a great combo. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the second straight, I think what you look for jumps that are big, but also have some kind of technical ability. Yep. Cause I mean, you can, you, you can either make jumps really big that are going to be hard and you have to keep speed out of the turn, or even you can make jumps small, like the old Zolder. Yep. The one that I think people didn't like, but I thought this, the second straight of the old Zolder was, it was good because it was small. I and thought it was good for that, racing. Like, yeah. Like it was, if you got it right, you gained speed, but it was very easy to mess up even though it was small. And the track was tight, but it was actually good for racing and passing. Like you, a lot of passing lines. Surprisingly. In the, yeah. Yeah. The second half of the track, you make a lot of passes mm -hmm. down the last straight two or third straight was tech. Yeah. I finally, I find you get a little too much speed in the last turn now with how small the turn is. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. And I mean a third straight, I think you look for something that has options and variety and Something you don't need to be either full out or it's not just the same for everybody. Yeah. Um, what are some good options there? I mean, Delostero, that's a good option there. That was a, a technical third straight. So 
pause on that. Santiago del Estero. I was thinking, I was like, I was thinking the other day, I was like, there can't be COVID cases in Santiago fucking del Estero because who's <laughs> going to go through Santiago del Estero. So sure enough, I looked it up. They have 22 confirmed cases. I was like, this is the safest place in the world. Santiago del Estero. First of all, how do they get 22? They have one I don't know, coming in all year. And that's they literally, they must be one of the safest places. So I'm thinking we all just go to Santiago del Estero and run the rest of the World Cup series. Okay, first of all, stop. There are hub cities. No, no, all, first stop. of all, you stop. First of all, I don't want to spend my stop. I don't want to spend you know a what? month. You need to lock it, lock, it <laughs> lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. So it's the safest place in the world, Santiago del Estero. We go there for a month. You guys race. I just do Terry's Corner and eat fajitas for a month. And you know, everyone's happy, right? No. No. Yeah. I'm putting a halt to this. I will. No. We used to think it was a bad no. place to go. It's the best place to be right now. Santiago del Estero. What's better than being there right now? It's safe. We can, you can race. No, it's perfect. No, I'm not spending a month. There. <laughs> I'm not spending a month. There. Dude, there's no better place to I'm be right now. Everyone complains about going there. It's literally the best place to be right I'm now. I'm not spending a month there. I can't do it. Del Estero, bro. I'm not spending a month there. I'm not eating fajitas for a month. I'm not eating we'll eat steak for, for 30 days straight. I need some vegetables. Okay. I want some fruit. I want my smoothies. I don't, I don't, I, I can't do it. No. Do you want to race? We're not going there. to Dallas Terra. Nope, not there. We're running the <laughs> no. whole ABA and UCI World Cup circuit in Dallas Terra. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> they just run the small hill. That's it. They just run it's the Dallas same track. Yeah, same track, same small track, hill versus super. But they the, the the left side, the amateur side, the for ABA, for ABA, and then the pro side. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And then we get Sylvan to race the girls with uh, no chain on. Literally the best idea I've ever heard. Um, yeah, this is not going to happen. Fuck that! I'm not going there. That's insane. That'd be heinous. But that was that was actually a really good idea. But it's dude, it's a perfect idea. I, I don't like you. Like, why aren't we going there? Like, if anybody from UCI <laughs> listens to this, like, lock it up. Don't do not bring this. I hope they get ideas. Hope they're like, okay, we're doing everything in Dallas. <laughs> you stop that. World's everything. Okay, if we had to go, we're to going work. back, baby. We oh. knew we wouldn't be away from there long. We're going back. <laughs> we th- we burned that place to the ground. We're last going year. back. We went out for one last hurrah last year. We burned that place. Was to it? The I didn't go. Was it a good after party? It wasn't the best. It wasn't though. It was like, it was fine, but it wasn't the best it's ever been. We, yeah. the best was 2017 or 2016 or 15, whenever it was. Yeah. Um, if we had to do the races all at one track, all at one place, where would you want it to be? Like if I'm, if I'm still racing or am I a fan? Like I, I am I now or am I racing? Mm, I don't know. No, you're either a racer or you're the commentary guy. You're not just, well, a it's fan. a different, it's going to be a different answer probably. Okay. Who would you want to, where would you want to be if it was commentary? Commentary. If you, were, um, if you were on commentary, like you are. Let's now. go to Australia. I had a great time in Australia. Okay. Like I'm talking, I had a great time. I, yeah, I yeah. really loved it. Yeah. But if I'm racing, I'd probably, I was, I'd say Papandal, but then it's just like, well, Nick's just going to fucking work us. So, well, if we go to Papandal, I think Nick has to have a, a like a one second, like, I'd say Chula pause. Vista and we'll race both supercross tracks. Okay. Cause I was going to say, if we go to, if we go to Papandal, um, we're going to have to get one of those pro gates. That's like the individual eight gates. And then like Neek's gate doesn't drop until like people are at the kink or we go to send, let's go to Chula. Cause then actually maybe Chula both. Cause then I just stay with savvy and then I just do the commentary and hang out. And well, that was a little selfish. I wasn't, it was perfect. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that'd be fantastic. We just swap tracks back and yeah, forth. I know. What track would you do? Well, now that you said Chula, I'd rather just do that. Cause we have three yeah, tracks. Exactly. We can do all three tracks somewhere that has multiple is the best. So um, I do that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into true or false before we get into oh Connor. Boy. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. All right. Side note: When can I take the board? That just gets better every time I, you bite your tongue. Can, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it off. <laughs> I'm gonna take it off. All right, go. I'll go. Ready? Yep. Connor actually grew up racing motocross as a really young kid before BMX. Ooh, that's a good one. 
Um, you know what? I, I don't think he actually did. I think he's. I know he's a fan, but I don't think he did. Yeah, it's false. Yeah, okay. it's believable though, isn't it? That's really yeah, believable. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, people do that a lot. Uh, okay, let's stay on the Connor one. Connor got Laura a build a bear for Valentine's Day. Not this year. Back at it's like got to be true. I'd say true. Sounds yeah, like some yeah, Connor would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like some Connor would do. I went with him. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, so I bet you're probably there, huh? Yeah. Um, Lauren painted her handlebars gold when she was junior. Lauren did? Yeah. She had gold handlebars. No way she painted those. Those came gold. That's false. Okay, I don't know if she painted them or if they came gold, but she had gold handlebars. She did have gold handlebars. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't know if she painted them or not. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jay Smooth got his nickname because it was a joke because he wasn't actually smooth. He told us this in the podcast. I don't remember. Oh, really? I just made that up. Oh, false. <laughs> <laughs> but he told us. I can't uh, remember why. We're great listeners. I think someone thing. just told, I think he, didn't he say that someone just like started calling him that because he was really smooth or something? Yeah, that's what I actually thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was actually smooth. Not yeah. Smooth. He told us, I literally remember us asking, but I don't remember exactly what he said. Well, that's something we should probably remember. This is our, one of our yeah, I th- yeah. 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 Um, Renault Blanc was in a commercial as a kid. What commercial? We should get one question on these. No, questions. you just have to answer. It's more fun you, if you, you just have to question. answer with what you got. You come prepared. Um, yeah, I, I could see him in a commercial. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just made it up. Oh, okay. Was he in a fucking Lego commercial? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he could be a baby. Who knows? He could be one of the yeah, babies. I just made commercial. it up. Maybe he's one of those diaper commercials. I don't know. Um, say a single leg squatted around the same weight as I did. <laughs> <laughs> true i think it's true yeah i think i remember what do you single leg squat I, well not very much how much okay well i think i saw her doing i gotta i gotta see the video it was a long time ago and i was rushing to think of something and i thought she did like around 100 kilos i was gonna say because that's pretty much what i'm squat. back squatting these days and oh yeah i should have used that but i'm pretty sure that's about like what i do i don't do very much on split squat you can do way more than 100 kilos on split squat are you kidding me i'm like for some reason my hand made a glute it just doesn't like to fire well. It takes me a while to get those okay. numbers up. Besides Sam and Elise, there is there is another couple that has that have both medaled at the World Championships. Ooh, Ooh you dog! Oh yeah, yeah, true. Okay, who? Sylvan and yeah, Ava. I'm surprised Sylvan you got that. Yeah, Sylvan yeah. and Ava. Yeah, I just thought of that. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. so it's so cool that when you think so about cool, it, they both yeah. medaled. Yeah, that's really cool. And I guess it was the only couple, and I'm pretty sure it is. Who else um, would have? Tegan, no. I don't think Tegan would have. Vincent couple. hasn't. Okay. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one here for me. My video of me not being able to do a push-up with 20 kilos on my back was fake. Say it again, please. I was kind of like, <laughs> kind of like half listening. I was thinking about what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, the video I posted today on my story of me not being able to do a push-up with 20 kilos on my back was fake. True. No, it's fine. Of course you can do. Sorry. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, it was fake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For all you people that were like saying, messaging me like, oh, you could, you do it. Yeah, I can do that. Of course you can do it. Like my ears hurt from hearing that. Like I'm literally going to delete it from the board. Uh, Connor Fields. Let's get him on the show. Call up uh, Condor. What's What's his other nickname? What would his fiance call him? Connie. Yeah. <laughs> Connie. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> Dude, we're five minutes late. He's gonna, he's gonna get mad. He's gonna be pissed. He's gonna be so pissed. Is he there? Condor. 
Hello. Hello. Hey, hello. How's it going, pal? It's going. What's up with you guys? Oh, we're back in studio podcasting together. I know. We're, this good. is our first time back in studio. Not this year, but. Since, since the whole. It actually, feels- it has been this year, hasn't it? No. No, it's not. No, yeah. But since like, you know, the world went belly up. Yeah. Is it everything uh, that you guys dreamed of getting back together? You know, I was, I was starting to get pretty emotional <laughs> being away for this long. And uh, there were really tears. Yeah, yeah were tears. we had a big moment. Um, well, Tori had to put pants on for this one. Normally, he probably does it in his underwear. Completely naked. <laughs> completely <laughs> naked. This is why I didn't want to do the video calls this whole time. Just completely <laughs> naked. How's it going, yeah, pal? That's it. How are things? Um, well, it's not a short answer, right? In 2020, if you ask someone, I, how are things? Yeah. yeah, no kidding. You got a lot, there's a lot of stuff <laughs> behind that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, things are good uh, for the most part, right? I can't complain. I'm healthy. Um, you know, I, I have a job and you know, all these things. So not too bad. Uh, just kind of navigating through uh, the same thing that the whole world's navigating through, I guess. Yeah. How is it training right now? Cause you're not exactly, I mean, like we talked to some people last week and stuff on the show, but it's hard. Cause like you guys don't know exactly when you're racing again and everything. So how are you preparing at the moment and everything? Absolute machine seven days a week, twice a day. Out of boy. Absolutely boy. grinding. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's uh, I guess that one thing that I really learned on this is that, um, I prefer having like a very clear set goal to train for. Yeah, for sure. Rather than just training for the sake of training. Like, yeah, I, I, I think through this process, one thing I learned is I'll probably never do a heavy squat again post BMX racing. Yeah, there's no point. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's just yeah. You know, some people love it. Like I have friends who aren't athletes and they just enjoy head lifting heavy. I don't see myself doing that when I'm done racing, but um. I guess the, for me particularly, the trickiest thing is that they haven't made any announcements on the World Cup stuff, yeah. and I'm leading the points. So I, I can't really chill, because what happens if they announce that there's going to be some events and I've been chilling? So, um, you know, and then obviously with the announcement of November, I guess that's still a ways away, but um, it's easier when you have stayed in pr- at least pretty good shape to, to get ready for an event rather than if you're starting from scratch, you know, we've got the experience, like if you have an injury and you're out for six months, it's a lot harder to come back than it is for, you know, a three, four week break. Mm-hmm. If, if the world cups came back, Tori had the idea that they should go to Santiago del Estero for a month, like they did with Supercross in Salt Lake city. <laughs> Would you go? Dude is perfect. So I looked up, there's, oh, there's only 22, co- there's only 22 COVID cases in del Estero. It's gotta be one of the safest places in the world. <laughs> I mean, the trip there sucks, right? We can all agree on the trip there sucks. But once you're there, that's, that's one of the most fun events. And the track's pretty good. It's been the same. We've already raced on it seven times. So what's another seven times? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to change one lip or one roller every time. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, they, they changed that table out of the last turn or something. Be sweet. Be so nice. obviously now there's no more uh, USA BMX Pro Series and it's going to be just the one day at the Grands. Like obviously you've been up for the title and whatever the last um, probably five years or so now. So you usually peak for that. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be that much different, I guess, but it's got to be a bit weird now not have being a series and everything, huh? <laughs> did you hear me or did you cut out? I think you might have cut out. No, no, I heard you. I just, I sighed heavily and I'm, figuring out what I want to say here. Um, <laughs> like you probably prepped the same, huh? Cause I mean, you end up just peaking for the grands, but yeah, it's gotta be well, weird. I, just... I, mean, I, I guess for me, 
the mental prep will be the same, right? Because every year, yeah, I guess this year was 2019 was the only year where I was up for a title and it wasn't winner takes all. Like the other couple of times, um, you know, that I've been up for it, it's either been like I have to win and I need help with somebody else finishing farther back, or I think in 2015 and in 17, it was literally whoever beats the other one out of me and. Uh, 15, I guess, was me, Sam Joris, and then 17 was me and Joris, whoever beat the other one. So it was kind of winner take all. But I guess in 19, it was like I needed to get second. So it was a bit different. But coming into it, it's mentally the same thing. Like, you just go for it. But I guess from a training perspective, it's different because everybody, you know, is in the same boat where it's like no racing going on. Um, You know, typically with the Grands stuff, like if you just use last year for an example, I think we had Louisville, and then a couple weeks later we had Rock Hill, and then we went to Argentina and then Sarasota, and then Houston, and then, oh, we got three weeks. Let's get ready for the Grands now. So it wasn't really, like, a super long prep, whereas this year, you know, as soon as that came out, it's like you start thinking, like, all right, when do I want to start my Grands prep? And normally it's just the Instagram hashtag in November, but now I think it's going to be an Instagram hashtag in August. Yeah. Hashtag grants prep. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think of that. That Yeah, you might not race before that. <laughs> what a, a build-up for it, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess like me, me me, personally, it's like I've done all the World Cups in like 12 USA BMX races a year plus a few tangent pro am. So I race so often that I don't really like pick two to peak for the way a lot of people do. I just just get built up and then just try to run it until the engine runs dry <laughs> and then take a break and training camp. But, uh, you know, I guess this year is going to be a bit different, right? Yeah. Yeah. You and uh, you guys, like I'd say you and Joris and whoever going for the title have always been those guys. And like Sam, when he was, have been the guys that are, are able to stay at such a high level for all these races and then even stay fast for the grands. And it seems like this time, maybe it's, maybe it is a benefit that you do have an opportunity to, to peak for this race and come in maybe a little more fresh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's only a one day race, right? So at least the, the one benefit is it'll only be, um, one 12 hour day at the track instead of two in a row. True. What do you think True. of, uh, what do you think of three mains? Do you like it? What do I think of what? What about three mains? Like it's, it's quite a bit different than one main, but what do you think of it? Especially the grands, for, I think it's awesome. Yeah. And every other race, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd agree. With I that. like the grands because there's a title on the line. Um, I like it because it's a show so they can, you know, put the yeah. points on the, on the, the screen and, the, and, and people know kind of what's going on. Um, and I think that part of it's cool. I remember in uh, 2013, the year that we ran three mains everywhere, there'd be mains where I'd go like four, three, one, and I'd get third or something. Yeah. And I won the last <laughs> one and kids would be like, Oh, you won. Can I have your check? And it's like, I didn't win. <laughs> That's yeah, it's kind of cool. Like three mains. If you have a bad one, like I remember this one day I went like seven two two and I got second overall. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Like you get three chances at it. If you have a bad one, you can still get on the box or whatever. Yeah, a little redemption. Yeah, I mean it's good and bad. It's like ask the dude who won first and he probably yeah. really wishes there wasn't three. But if you got fourth in the first one, you're probably glad that there's a couple more. It's cool though. Like like you said, a race like the Grands, it's so kind of iconic and historic and BMX that three mains is is pretty unique and cool. Yeah, for sure. I think it works really well there. Um, but uh, outside of that, I, I I think it could work everywhere if it was something where, you know, we knew everyone kind of like the fans and people kind of knew what was going on. But it just works really well 
at the grand. Um, and I guess the other plus side of having three mains is you get rewarded. Like the fastest guy is probably going to win. Whereas yeah. like if you miss mm-hmm. a start a little bit or you make a mistake in, in a single main, you're not going to win. But typically with three, like the cream will rise to the top for sure. Yeah. yeah. Generally the fastest guys will come through. Um, yeah. on a side note, we wanted to ask you about, uh, working with Christian, Christian Craig and uh, supercross and motocross. What's, what's that been like? It's been fun. Um, you know, it's been cool for me just to enjoy, um, sports, I guess, from a different perspective. Right. And I guess like the, the, it's hard to put a name on like kind of what we do. I guess the best thing is I'd say I'm like a mentor. Yeah. Um, just kind of someone for him to lean on, you know, bounce questions and ideas off of. And it's just, I have, I can help hold him accountable and, um, just, it's good to have someone in your corner. Right. You know, uh, especially when, when you ride for a team like that, you know, there's all the employees, of the team are helping everybody. You know, it's hard to find like somebody who's truly just there in your corner. Yeah, um, right. so it's a bit of that. Uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised. Um, and not just in motocross, but in a lot of different sports, like the professionalism and BMX racing among the top guys uh, is pretty high. Um, yeah. You know, maybe we're a bit biased because we do it, but BMX is so hard. Like so many different things have to go right. And then at the end of the day too, like you could do everything right. And the dude next to you hits the gate and runs in you and you get sick. Right? <laughs> yeah. so it, it mentally you have to be so strong because you you know, have a world cup on Saturday and you could get knocked out in the eighth, but then 12 hours later, you're back at it again. And, you know, it's just, it's a really tough sport. And I was surprised, you know, when I was around, not just motocross, but other sports that some of the things that they don't do. Um, so just kind of bringing a little bit of the, the stuff that we've learned, you know, being exposed to the Olympic committee and, um, you know, the, the high level of our sport over the last 10 years and kind of bringing that over there. But it's also frustrating. You know, I, I it's given me a completely new respect for coaching in general, because yeah. it's like, you just sit back and watch your guys in the gate and it's like, well, I can't do anything now. And it's, uh, <laughs> and then you kind of ride it with them, right? They do well, you feel the rush that you poorly, you feel it too. And, um, I've been feeling a lot of that second one lately. He's come through in my fantasy picks a few times though. <laughs> he's, been, he's been a good fantasy motocross pick lately. I don't, I don't think Connor cares fantasy, about that. He was playing fantasy when he was racing and I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, like the only yeah. person you should be picking on your fantasy team is you. Yeah. Didn't you tell him like, dude, that's got to stop. Really? I was like, dude, in between your heat and your fine and your man, you cannot be looking at your moto. Literally <laughs> Come on. That's probably one of the worst things you can do on race day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's, uh, I'll leave it at that. Is the, uh, but that was uh, something that I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, motocross and BMX culture and stuff pretty similar? Some ways. Yes. Yeah, some ways. No. Um, the biggest difference, you know, that I see from the motocross culture to the BMX, uh, culture is, um, in motocross, there's, so many people helping all those guys mm-hmm. that they're not as independent. Like BMXers, we'll go to a race, we'll have, we'll, you know, pit out of a rental car with our jugs of water. You know, we, we're on our own. Full ABA pro, baby. There you go. So it's, you know, we, we're a little bit more independent, but I think one of the culture things that's really different between us and them is, is the amount of respect that 
the industry has for the professionals and they value the professionals and they uh, listen to them and, and, you know, get feedback for everything from a, whether it's equipment, whether it's gear, whether it's track, you know, whatever. Um, then that just doesn't exist in BMX. It's just a completely different thing. Like you could look at the supercross races. If there's a jump that, or a section that people think is dangerous and bad, it gets changed between practices. It's like we could go to a race. And, I mean, we went to a race in 2015. I won't call out the race, but the track was like halfway finished and like the pros were out there packing the jumps in. <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's, just a bit, it's just a bit different of a, of a culture there. The BMX culture is more about the kids and the family and all that. And they have that culture at the supercross and motocross stuff, but I guess there's just a little bit more appreciation i think for the um the higher level mm-hmm. yeah it is crazy just that point about um about how professional we take ourselves and our sport in bmx and or the, the athletes in bmx compared to stuff like motocross because i always i get the feeling that other cycling sports or other olympic sports look at bmx as we're the ones that don't take it seriously or don't um do things as professionally as them when we really do and then a lot of us look at motocross like they have to be so professional they're getting paid all this money but I've always felt like there's a lot of things that they don't do that well that they could be doing better. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I think the big thing for motocross is it's a, it's a, it reminds me a little bit of BMX pre-Olympics in that it's like, this is how we've always done it, so this yeah. is how we're going to do it. It seems like a lot of those guys... You know, are, if, you, if you listen to any of the... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it seems like a lot of those guys are just really good at motocross, but not necessarily being an athlete. Yeah, well, and it's just, you know, this is what worked in the 90s, so this is what we're going to do now. You know, obviously there's exceptions. But I think Alvin Baker's just, you know, this is how we've always done it, so this is how we're going to do it. And BMX is a bit the same way, and then, you know, whatever, 05, 06, all the Olympic committee started looking at it, and with that comes, you know, sports scientists and nutritionists and the strength and conditioning coaches and, um, and all that. And I you just push the envelope for BMX. There's a handful of guys doing some high level training in the early 2000s, you know, kind of the Kyle Bennett to the world, but, um, you know, it wasn't quite as widespread. Yeah. Um, well, we won't hold you much longer, Connor, but we do have one, one quick shot question we want to ask you guys. This one's from our friend, Sylvan Andre BMX. We hate that guy. <laughs> um, hey, the question is, would you rather race the one day grands event or go to Tulsa, spend a month there and do five races back to back to back to back to back? I hate that guy. <laughs> Five, oh, I guess there's different things, but five races back to back because at the end of the day, I'm an, I'm a professional athlete, and by definition, that means this is my job, and I have a mortgage to pay. I like it. What a good answer. I like it. it. Yeah, 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 I like it. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on, pal. It was good to uh, good to chat to you for a bit, and I hope to see you soon, buddy. Yeah, I mean, how's things up in Canada? I feel very disconnected. The border's shut. I can't get up there. It's actually pretty good here. Like Canada's, well, out west here, we've done a really good job. So things are opening quite a bit now, and it's pretty safe. We're on, um, phase, we're on phase three now, whatever yeah. that means to everybody. We're on phase three. But I think most things are open now. Like Pretty much everything is now, huh? Yeah, yeah like we, everything's open with just yeah. social distancing rules, which has been great because, I mean, you can do whatever you want yeah. pretty much. Just got to follow the guidelines of the different stores. Yeah, we don't have a ton of cases here, knock on wood, but... Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky too. Like we don't have the population the U.S. has either. No. Yeah, yeah. It's funny talking to Trent Jones. New Zealand is like done. He's like back yeah. to normal. New Zealand's completely COVID-free. That's insane. Eddie. I mean, That's it's awesome. easier for them because they can just seal off the island. But yeah. it's kind of cool. 
I got. I thought it was crazy that they uh, they shut uh, what's called they shut the strip down in Vegas. Yeah, and when you were doing your rides along there, Connor. And there was just completely ghost town. I was like, wow. It looks so. One of a life. Looks so eerie. Yeah. It was wild. It was like something out of like one of those end of the world movies. I think yeah. the only other time the strip shut down was when like a president was assassinated in like the sixties, and it was for a day. But um, yeah, it was it was wild. I mean, Nevada, like where I live we had the highest unemployment in the entire country just because everything revolves around the strips. I think like right, 35% yeah. of people here were unemployed. Holy yeah. Jeez. That's yeah. It's, it's been a bit rough. You know, that's a lot, and that's a lot of my friends and, and people yeah. in my family, you know, my dad is in that industry and it's, uh, it's been, it's been a, a crazy time to say the least. No kidding. It's, you know, it's very fluid and unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> that's the term for it. Fluid and unprecedented. Yeah, so I actually got a Tori, and I know I was talking to you about this the other day, but I got a message today about my wedding, about it being a fluid, unprecedented situation, and trying to figure out about all that stuff. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted on that one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just <fluid>. unprecedented. <laughs> He's literally saying anything right now. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, boys. Well, thanks for the chat. Yeah, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's good to chat that, to yeah. you, and uh, obviously, good luck with training, and hopefully see you soon, pal. Yeah, all right. Well, hopefully I see you soon. Uh, James, are you going to come do any pro open events in uh, in the U.S. if they open the border? I'll see. If, if they open the border, I want to get down and start training down there with like somebody because you yeah. can't really train up here, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, I did hear, though, I know I'm going back to Tori, but Tori's going to be coming down to train too because he's going to train for the grants now that it's a one day race. I'm coming back, baby. <laughs> You're back. Fucking yeah, back. well, Tori, if you if you go and you do well, we can dub you a grand specialist. I'll be I'll just be, I'll just peak <laughs> with the grants every year. I'll really push for it as a one day event. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I do. I hope I can well, do some races. That'd be nice if they open things back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, sounds good. We'll keep you posted. I'm always looking for someone to train with if you want to come ride and. Uh, 45 degrees. That oh, sounds yeah, so fun. Nice. <laughs> I'll come play golf. <laughs> you better get on the course at six. Seriously though. Yeah. Maybe Friday. Oh yeah. You'd be toasted. <laughs> All right, pal. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you guys later. See you buddy. Later. The number 11, the USA BMX number one pro Connor field, Your Olympic gold medalist. All, all the, uh, all the gold medalist Connor. All champ. All champ. Yeah. Except it's more prudent to say USA BMX number one pro right now, just because it's you know more. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, more current. I the should champ. say. Yeah, yeah. Champ right now. The champ champ. The, the champ champ. He's the won. Champ. He's won it twice, right? He's won it twice. Yeah, he's a champ champ. Seventeen and nineteen. Was it seventeen and nineteen? Yeah, yeah. Champ champ. Because seventeen was my last year at the Grand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The champ champ. The champ champ. So what's the least the champ 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 champ? <laughs> <laughs> let's get her on. How many times do you think she's won it? Let's let's ask her. Uh, let's yeah, guess. Quick guess. Six. I guess six. One, two, one, two, three. It's got to be more than six. Seven. It's, got, it's a lot. I think it's five. It's a lot. I think it's five. But I'm guessing seven. We're gonna look it up as we. Speak. Alice is the goat. Hello. Alan. Hi. How's it going, How Al? Good. How are you? And are we live? Am I on the coffee chatter again? You're on the chatter. Oh You're live on the chatter. You've been on, how many times have you been on now? Like three or four, probably. Uh, 
I don't know, but I was one of your first guests. I know that. That was fun. And then I've come so far, haven't you guys? Oh, we really, we really have, eh? You I can think, actually hear us this time. We can I, talk normally. We don't have like a three second delay between <laughs> speaking. Yeah. I think you came on after the worlds too last year. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. World. You're we on. Had, the, you're at brunch with your. I don't know. I remember your first few episodes though. It was like me, Sam, or, or there was a couple others, but pretty close together. It was me, Dina, and Sam. I was just going through the, the Willoughby household at the time. Yeah. yeah. You guys were the hot household. <laughs> going through our friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, real quick, out. We just made a. We had a quick bet before he came on. How many USA BMX Pro titles have you won? Yeah, we had a quick guess. How many do you have? Um, eight. Oh, I was close. I said seven. I wasn't even close. What I guess you said six. six. Yeah. Wow. Eight. Oh, I think it's eight. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's eight. Champ, 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 <laughs> champ, champ, champ. <laughs> um, how are things? Uh, how are things going? Can you can you train at the center and stuff right now? No. No, um, it's all closed. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah, it has been for a while. Um pretty wild actually and they we thought that it would stay open a little bit longer like than obviously public places yeah um and it and it did but then uh i don't know california is pretty crazy with the lockdown uh even in comparison to some of the other states so yeah they got they got the knot and somebody uh, did test positive at the training center i believe so yeah. um, or who, but someone living on site I, I don't know what i don't think it was probably asymptomatic but they obviously had to go on super lockdown. So, um, yeah, and we've been uh, on the, at home hanging with the dog, not doing much else. So it was good though. We got a few things. Um, we got a few things so Sam could continue the bicep game, um, at home. <laughs> you so, guys have stuff in the garage. You guys have some weights in the garage, right? Yeah. So pretty much the night. Yeah, it was, the night before the, the gym shut down. Um, basically, Sam was like, oh, I have a feeling because some of the East Coast states were starting to go on lockdown. And um, he was like, hey, uh, I think we should cruise up to the store and let's get some stuff because I'm not going to be able to work out at a local gym. And so, we're, okay, we went and we got something that at least if we needed to do some squats or something, we could do that, like with a, like a half rack thing. Yeah. Um, and then he could uh, bench press and stuff in it. Uh, and sure enough, the next day, everything went on lockdown. And probably a week later, the whole center was shut down. So, um, yeah, it came in handy. So that's good. Um, and got some dumbbells for him as well. So, yeah, the, the, the bicep gains are um, in full, yeah, he, he finally got into a lockdown, you know, full, full cycle for himself, you know, <laughs> focused on his training. Right now, boy. So <laughs> I love the, nah, uh, good. I love the, uh, the, uh, what is it? The bench press for Kai, the 77 for 77, seven challenge. Dude, that was really good. That was awesome. That yeah, you guys put that, really on. Good. that was great. I'm still waiting to do. My yeah, thing. that was a great idea. Um, and yeah, that came obviously from being stuck at home and he was repping stuff out. I was like, I was wondering how he'd do because I knew he was good at it. I mean, especially considering he can't feel from, he has no core to help him there. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he held his own. I mean, everybody told me, I mean, just obviously the cause is great and everything, but even the, the fun side of it with the, the challenge and time and stuff. I don't know too many people that actually beat his time even. So that was pretty cool I, for him. I, like, I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see the size of Sam's arms. <laughs> it's going to be huge. Um, but, no, did you see like Kurt Pickard in that? 
Oh my god. He's gonna be yeah. He's gonna need bigger t-shirts. <laughs> I seriously Kirk swear his arms get bigger every like time. Three minutes. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there's obviously some really good ones, but I, overall, it was just such a, a good idea, good concept, and yeah, uh, it was pretty funny because you. I was like, well, we should make it. Like, there's no way I could even touch 77 kilos. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, <laughs> we should definitely make it. And we're like, oh, we'll try 77 pounds, and oh my god, benching was yeah, that was. We were sore for a while, but it was a good cause. So many people took part. It was fun. So, so what's it like? Uh, these days, we were just talking to Connor and stuff, but what's it like these days just training and not racing for a while? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, it's good. Obviously now with the announcement of the grams, at least there's something on the radar. Um, I guess it's just been like, okay, well, we know that there's an Olympics next year. <laughs> so We hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just keep that on our radar. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it, it, it's been yeah interesting. Obviously, you had to make uh, adjustments. I took time off, um, like to reset. Obviously, you're in like the you know the the ninth hour, twelfth hour, if you want to call it, and on the last leg, home stretch to the to the worlds and the Olympics, and everybody was getting geared up on that probably last big training block and racing and then with the changes obviously everything kind of resets and um yeah so there's no no need to keep keep going chipping away how we were so um yeah took a little break time off got got the home gym set up for sam because you should have seen the garage before that there was no <laughs> way we were fitting anything in there so i yeah i, play, I went i played bob the builder and put some like brick stuff up on the walls made it look pretty and yeah that was good so been playing organizer doing some training obviously at this point getting going again and um sam like i said doing his thing and we're you know it's hard without the training center there like i honestly yeah. haven't ridden the track since houston when we raced or haven't ridden a track oh, wow. or anything oh wow yeah I, well, actually, I take that back. I think like the Tuesday after Houston, we had a session, and then the center shut down. Hmm. So right around then, though. So yeah. Oh, sorry. I was sorry just gonna that. ask. Have you found it tough training um, without these races close in the future to train for? Like, have that short-term goal because everything is really long-term. And even though they've announced the grands now, that's still a ways away. Yeah, I think uh, it's testing, obviously like as racers we're so used to having so so many things to like especially races in the u.s i feel like we're racing every other weekend mm-hmm. most of the year and i think it's kind of just a good chance for people to take a take a step back and um i don't want to say good chance like obviously it's unfortunate the circumstance but yeah um i think it's uh it's just giving people a little bit of time to reset and actually put some time together for something and focus on their plans and goals. I think, you know, at the high level, everyone kind of does think long-term and you just make it work. You know, I haven't been fresh at too many races (laughs) over the past few years. So um, I think you just make it, make it work. And so now I guess it just gives people a chance to, um, I guess level, it levels the playing field maybe a little bit with everybody's going to be going at the same time, same preparation time and um just gotta think of it in the positive ways i mean the goals are always a bit long term and 
now the the day to day becomes that much more important as far as setting those goals um, every day and just taking the little boxes because obviously that's all we've got. So um, yeah, I, it, it's obviously I like competing. I love racing. That's why we do what we do. Um, but I don't mind being home with the dog a little more for a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kind of focusing on you know being ready for whenever whenever we do go again. So, so. now with the with the USA BMX coming out and saying the Grands is uh, just kind of like a one-day winner-take-all. So obviously, it's such a long series usually, and you usually have so many scores, and it's kind of so, like a huge buildup, and you're racing all the time. And now with no racing between then and now and the one-day format and everything, like obviously your prep's probably not going to change because you're used to you know going fast in November and everything. But what do you think that mindset's going to be like going in? Um, yeah, like you said, I mean, the mindset probably doesn't change too much. I mean, I always, every time I race, like, I want, I'm lining up with, hopes of winning obviously like of we course, said yeah. like, there's times when you're in better form than others but hopefully we'll not be too rusty uh, but everybody will be in the same boat come that time uh so so uh, i'm i'm just i think that i don't want to dwell on any negatives of the whole thing um the biggest thing that you know i think could come from the whole you know, basically what happened is they don't know when they're going to host races, right? Like it's every few weeks they find out from a venue whether they can host a race or not. And every state over here is like different rules. It feels like every state's a different country. Yeah, and so yeah. it's really hard for them to, to plan um, what to do. But, you know, I don't agree with pro open racing happening at those races at all. Um in the interim, I think that if there's going to be racing up, it should be for a series and they've already ran what is it, five or six rounds for races for the year. Um, and it does kind of suck. Like I, I can hundred percent see why they wanted to do a winner take all and, and make it, you know, that one day, but I think that's what USAD next has always been this prestigious year long title or at least series. Yeah. Um, and so to make it a one day, it just feels, like it takes away from that a little bit um, where we could potentially, you know, if you want to look at the possibilities, I mean, what if they, I mean, USA DMX could pull some strings in Tulsa, I'm sure. And, you know, get that, get that venue for even two weeks or two and a half weeks and bring everyone in and run like what motocross did in Utah and have the pros racing, no spectators every other day. Al's you been know, watching Supercross. She knows the format. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any racing that's on, let's watch, right? NASCAR's back on, so we've been yeah. watching that. Um, but, you know, having that, you know, change up the track midweek and, you know, everyone's going to have to take pay cuts to get that. But, you know, those numbers don't even come close to making up for a year's racing, you know? Yeah. Uh, if you actually add it up, like a, a title alone, I mean, at one, one point for the men, it was 20 grand. I think it's been 10 grand the past few years. And now 25 grand first one day of racing for pretty much the whole year, you know, it might take home eight grand for a win and a, and a title. Um, that's obviously a huge loss. Is, I mean, uh, to a lot of the riders as well and opportunities and sponsors and obviously sure, yeah. rep- representing those sponsors. So if they could, you know, say there's 220 grand or whatever was left to be paid in prize money to elite men and women, right. For the year. Um, that's what was, was there. Um, obviously we're going to take a hit right now. There's 50 grand up. 
everyone has uh, the, the correct rider count, 17 and over, right? Mm-hmm. So say you make up the difference to some extent, obviously they have to, I mean, they've taken a hit as well, but say they put whatever they can uh, into say, okay, well, the riders aren't going to get paid more, but we're going to invest this into having, you know, these multiple events, making an actual live stream audience that people, every, everyone's going to be sitting in their, in their house watching the live stream of the pro racing. And hopefully you could, put something together that you know you could sell, actually sell to a tv network when sports aren't hardly on whatever it may be and potentially gain bigger traction and you get all the pros in that makes it easier for if they want if they really want to truly bring in the international field if they can come for two weeks and be part of the series um and, and i don't know i just think there's there's possibilities there that haven't been exploited yet and that could really help grow the sport and like I said, the USABU X has some pretty deep roots in Tulsa. I feel like they could pull some strings, and uh, I don't know. I just I see I see possibilities and solutions that could help make it better. But like as it is, yeah, it, it pretty much. I don't know if I 100 percent agree with how it is, but I mean, it's I don't envy their position in trying to make something work because at least there is a race. Um, but. Uh, you know, it just takes a little, it would be fun to have, you know, every race count and do something with the series. And, um, you know, even if it was racing every other day at the end of the year, when you know, there's already going to be a race. Yeah. So. I, didn't, I didn't think of that perspective, but that, that would actually be really cool to, to hold a few races in Tulsa and kind of finish all the series that way, like Supercross did. And I was kind of thinking today, like, I mean, there's already been a bunch of races that have happened and you guys and women have, uh, you know, earn some points, like why not just freeze the series and then have those points still count instead of having a one day, you know, it's such a hard decision. Like I, yeah, like you said, I don't envy their decision either. It's, it's, it's tough to make a call in a series like that. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. And like, you know, I just, I mean, obviously you're, you're, you're going to come out of retirement and go for that one day title. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, It's already, it's already in the bag. Like we already called it. It's going to be one of the most iconic moments. And like right now he's tied for the title. He's got the same hopes as anybody else has going for that title. I'm I'm tied for the red plate right now. Yeah. He's going with the red plate. (laughs) Everyone's got the red plate right now. They don't ask how, right? I I just think that there's opportunities there that, I mean, could maybe benefit us as we go into the future because how often is it talked about that it's not televised enough or not enough eyes on it? And yeah. there's an opportunity right now in the U.S. where there's not a lot of sport going on, which never happens. Yeah, it's um, a really good point. And, and I feel like, you know, I don't know, it'd be fun. And, the, and hey, you might just have to unretire for two weeks instead of one day, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I can make that sacrifice for sure. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is October or whatever month, month in Tulsa, we're racing every three to four days. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be Change really cool. Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, Sam would be so down to go to Tulsa for a <laughs> month. Exactly. Sam would Nick, love it. Nick and Sam would love it. Oh, Nick, Nick's, I think Nick's already on his way there. <laughs> oh, Nick. This is Nick's time to Nick shine, is, baby. Nick, Nick is just like, finally. <laughs> They're finally on my level. Finally. Yeah. One day I can just peak for one day. I'm Let's good. Let's go to Tulsa. I think I saw Nick Flutie Tulsa or something. I don't know where he, what it was happening, but he oh, had yeah. at the Tulsa airport. I did. So I saw that. Yeah. Weird. I saw that too. Yeah. Weird. I know. 
He's a, but yeah, so I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting call. I don't envy them on it, but I know like my brother's been racing these amateur races and, um, you know, they're a hit. They're still having lots of amateurs racing and, you know, all these kids that are on bikes now, bike sales in general, like for the general public, I believe are through the roof and like bike repairs, et cetera. As people are so cool. Kind of yeah. Out and getting on bikes and getting out. And now they need, somewhere to go ride those bikes and yeah. hopefully that converts to memberships uh, for USA BMX and they can recoup some of obviously what's been a major loss and not racing all these races. Um, but yeah, I just think there's opportunities there that, uh, you know, you'd love to see it grow instead of just repeat the same old trend and, and fall back on it. And I don't know. I just rally together, get everybody together. Let's just, let's just race and make it, make it a series. Every, every one of those rounds counts. You run six more races and you run 10 races for the year, you know, and I don't believe anybody's done all of them really. So it would be fair to the extent of everyone picking up, you know, and having double points at the grounds. And imagine Timmy and Johnny and, you know, Alyssa at the finish line, they'll be stoked because they've been watching racing for two weeks and they get to come there. Yeah, no kidding. So I don't know. Food for that. This is really just swirling around in my brain right now. The actual yeah. possibility. No, it's that's a good that idea. It could be this. Like, I'm not saying it's going to, but the possibility that we, it could be a thing. This could happen. <laughs> like, right? That's cool. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be tougher because we're not in it as you know, obviously as big of a sport and don't have like the testing means and stuff. But who knows where we'd be in November either? Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking: We do this. We do this. Whoever enters the first race, like those people are entered like we're going to do like a, a BMX fantasy and we're going to, th- this yeah, is going to be a thing. at home. No yeah. kids from home. So imagine get creative, get a fantasy. This could be big. This could be yeah. huge. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic moment. Yeah. yeah this really. actually, that actually could be, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be, it could be something. I don't know. I just, you know, you'd love to see the field be big again and come back with a bang. Um, I don't know. Obviously, they, they want that as well. Uh, well, speaking in a of dream, it, sorry, I'll go on. What do you say? Go on. No, go on. You're good. I'm well, good. Speaking of this whole idea, Tori had the idea that we should run the World Cup circuit in Santiago del Estero. Would you go <laughs> for four World Cups in Santiago del Estero? Before we, before we, before you answer, here, here's why. Because I, <laughs> I, I was driving like today or yesterday or something. I was thinking, huh there can't be any cases of COVID in Santiago del Estero because who goes there? And so sure enough, I lo- looked it up. There's only 22 cases. So it's got to be one of the safest places in the world. <laughs> hey, you know what? Adelaide, where Sam's from, zero. Seriously? Zero. zero. Wow. So you'll see me down there before I'll be in Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> would you go to Del Estero if they ran, say, World Cups and then the Worlds over like a month? Would you? I mean, I guess everyone would have to. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. Well, you get put in the position. Yeah, it depends. Everyone's in a different boat, right? With the qualifying or whatever. It just depends what's up. You know, if it's the whole series, there's a title or if it's uh, some points or if how much it can affect what's already happened. Like, there's so many factors in that. Um, but uh, I feel like, you know, if, if it was your Olympic spot, yeah, heck yeah, you're going. And, you know? course, and I mean, it's a quick trip. You have steak every day. What's better? <laughs> <laughs> you have fajitas. I, I for th- love steak you, dinners and wine and tacos. I know. I made, I made tacos and, and tortilla soup tonight. I'm already in the spirit. I know. You have fajitas for a month straight. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but awesome. I don't know. I, I didn't go last year, but supposedly there was a nicer uh, hotel 
this time around. Everybody so always cool. says there's yeah, a everyone nice always says that. Like, oh yeah, we, we stayed at that one, but we're at this one now. It's nicer. No, everyone's trying to nice. find like crap. the magical solution. There's not like any great hotels. <laughs> They're there. all We're the like, same, pretty much. Like even the one I stayed at, it was a brand new one, and it was wasn't. I mean, not a brand new one. Brand new one for me. Oh, brand new. But it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. Nothing special. Um, we got any quick shots before we let Al go? Um. Well, she already answered the one quick shot oh, from yeah. the Sylvan Andre. We hate that guy. Oh, big question out. Chipotle or In-N-Out? We've been asking everyone. What, sorry, what was that? Chipotle or In-N-Out? Yeah. Ooh. In-N-Out. Yeah, good answer. Great, Great answer. answer. Yeah. yeah. Who? Someone said Chipotle last time, didn't they? Yeah, someone says People say Chipotle all the time. Do you remember on yeah. this bread line? I, you guys always wanted to go to Chipotle. I never wanted to go to Chipotle. See, here's... Yeah, it's true. Here's the problem. I think I ate so much Chipotle when I was younger. I had... Every time I went to the US, like every day, that it doesn't really have the same thing anymore for me. Like, I'll eat it if we go, but I don't really seek it out anymore. You guys are talking about Chipotle right now. I made, like, um, Mexican food for dinner, like tacos and... Uh, jalapenos and stuff and I just rubbed my eye and I clearly didn't wash my hands good enough after. you're crying? I am like crying on, the <laughs> on that on that note we'll let you go out. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. It was uh good to talk to you guys. I miss you and Sam. Yeah, I missed all you guys too and um maybe we'll see you for a month in Tulsa. I don't know. Oh we're there. <laughs> the show goes we're on there. baby. The show goes on. <laughs> all right I'll say hi to Sam uh, we'll talk to you soon. Will do. All right. Bye, guys. See you. Later. Alan Willoughby, everyone. At least will be. What a. Honestly, I wish. Not that we. Well, we tried to keep it short this time, a little shorter. It's great to hear from those two. Love chatting to both of them. Yeah, I miss them. Yeah, they're both fun to talk to just in general. Um, To my childhood friends. Yeah, aren't they? Yeah, 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 both of them. So it's cool to hear their perspective. I mean, like you said, I think their business as usual, they got to be ready for whatever comes at them. Um, they're both true professionals, obviously, and yeah. they really are. Yep. I think I think the big thing is like they're like kind of said to Connor, they're two riders that race all year long. Yeah. And then just for grants, yes, they have like maybe a month to get ready, but they're not always as fresh as they could be as some of these other riders. Yeah. So maybe this is an opportunity for them to come in a little more fresh and be ready. Yeah. I'm gonna sneeze. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. Well, that was anticlimactic. I didn't, I didn't want to sneeze because I'm in your house. I didn't want to get germs everywhere. It's COVID. Don't get your shit everywhere, even though you're you're sitting at the table. (laughs) (laughs) I told you, you're in my bubble. (laughs) Are you shitting me? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, good show. Good to talk to both of them. It'll be, uh, like I said, as a fan now, I'm super excited to watch the Grands. I can't wait. I got to make sure I go this year and uh, we hang out with John and everyone at Answer and S Squared. Get yours today, everyone, by the way. Get Get yours today. Um, I wanted to get out and ride this week, too. I don't know if I'll have time, but I wanted to get out and ride this week. I mean, yeah, we got a big golf trip coming up this weekend, so yeah. you got to be. Well, I don't really care if you're sharp because you're not going to be my oh, teammate. Oh, I'm Josh getting fitted from. So. I'm getting fitted for custom clubs on Thursday. That's exciting. I know, super pumped. Like, I, I would love to talk about this more. Do you think that people in the podcast are going to care? Because well, I would love to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm stoked to get my clubs like custom fitted. It's yeah. going to be great. So. It's, is it like, so you're going to go there. Are you going to test a bunch of clubs? Or are they going to test your swing to see what you would So play? I think like they'll probably, you either hit your own for a bit or you kind of just start wherever you like you, whatever they think, probably do something close to your clubs and they have all the data and stuff computerized. You hit into a screen or on the driving range with like the, all the computers around and stuff. It's like biomechanic stuff all that, all that shit. and they calculate everything and then they, they create, they make, they build perfect clubs for you essentially. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel, I feel. 
I feel like I would like to ask questions, but I feel bad. Yeah, so like the people nobody. just on the show just geek off about this. Yeah, so yeah, we sh- I don't want to. I know, like, but we can totally geek out about it. <laughs> I know. Time, yeah. I know. Um, anything else? Yeah. What else? What else we got? What else we got? Um, a lot of shit changing in my life right now. I'm moving right now. Oh, you're moving. I'm moving. Yeah, I'm in the middle of a move. Right oh yeah, now. right. I forgot. Yeah, so that's going down. Um, what else? What else? What else? My accounting homework was is not easy. I heard it's ridiculous. Yeah, right? it's, it's not. Don't hire me as your I accountant. F- People, if, you. if you want an accountant, like keep looking. Don't hire me. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be able. To, hopefully, I get to build up a couple new bikes soon. When my friend. Oh yeah. They've been on the ro- on roof. New Claiborne. For, on the roof for a little while. Answer back, Claiborne BMX bike. Yeah. Get yours today. Get yours today. The answer backed. Answer back, Claiborne BMX. Um, <laughs> my answer, my uh, answer S squares in the garage looking so prime. Oh, it's just, just so clean in the bike go, stand, right? just ready. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice. Feeling. I need to go and get some uh, GoPro stuff. Yeah, you'll have to. I Finally, know. the weather's good. Last week was shit. I, was I know. Mud. Holy smokes, it was muddy. I know. I want to get on a ride a little. Um, now the weather's better. Like I said last show, we don't do. I don't do cold, rainy weather anymore. You're you're a fair weather rider. Yeah, you're it's a, just you're a content. Guy. It's just and why. It's, it's just why now at that point. An ambassador. Yeah, exactly. Brand ambassador. Brand ambassador, baby. Yeah. Um, thanks to Progate Europe. Winning starts the great gate. Thanks to uh, Connor and Elise. They both have great starts and uh, they've won a lot. Boy, like, like they've won a lot. They want a shit. Like I'm talking a lot. Like I'm telling you, when they came into the elite class, they were they were already winning, and they've been winning since then. And that like, was a while ago. Like Connor's won a lot, but think about a, like how many races Elise has actually won. It's it's absolutely insane. Like that's a lot of races. Like it gets to the point, like it's so insane that it's not fair. <laughs> it's like like it's so ridiculous. If she doesn't win, are like are you kidding me? Out like you're winning again. Like she's won so much. Obviously, World Cups. Uh, she's won a lot of World Cups too, but there's like, I mean, Laura and Mariana have been dominant too, mm-hmm. but especially in the US, on the USA BMX series, like if she yeah. at least doesn't win, it's like, oh wow, at least didn't win today. Yeah. When we talk about the flat hill, it's really, se- it separates the kids from the men. Yeah. The boys from the men, whatever you yeah. want to say, because the people who are good on, I mean, if you're good on flat hill, you're going to be pretty good on supercross. Yep. But it doesn't always work the other way. Like you yep. can be bad on, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, thanks to both them. Wish them both the best of luck and uh, it'll be cool in Tulsa this year. Be great to watch. It's it will be, be great. Great to watch. It will be great to watch. So, well, I guess. Uh, oh, we're, I guess we're probably not going to do a show show next week, huh? Because we got our golf trip. It's too bad we can't just talk shit with the boys. I know. I was thinking about that. It'd be nice to have a week off too. Yeah, we're gonna need, we're going on a golf trip. I need my week off. I've been grinding my ass. I don't off think we have time trip. to do it. We're playing so much golf in three days. We're playing five rounds of golf in three days. I'm gonna be fried. I told you. I'm. Going yeah. To like, when are we gonna have time to do a podcast? We get a week off. Yeah, we're having taken next week off. We've had like two months straight of content. What content? Yes, we d- we've been four shows straight now. Only four. I made sure. What? To no we way. Just week, four shows. And then we had a week break before that. No way. Yes, we did. I counted. Check. I swear we haven't had a break in like two months. No, check the thing. We took the break. What? What? When do we have a break? Like in in May. Check the thing. No. Go check right now. Go. Ch- I'm going on anchor. Are you shitting me? We're gonna go on anchor right now. We're gonna go on anchor. We had show six. Show sixty was five days ago. Show fifty nine was with Sean the week. Laura, before. Sean, Kyle, Evans, Denzel. Be, oh, between wow. Denzel and Kyle, between Denzel and Evans, we did. Yeah, jeez. Other than that, but we've been grinding. We've been pumping out content lately. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah, we've been pumping out content yeah. lately. So you know what? Yeah, you people just enjoy the stuff we've done. We well deserve break. <laughs> well, the boys We're working our ass off over boys, here. Okay, the boys are gonna go play some golf. Oh, and, hold, uh, hold on. Got one more thing to point out. Okay, I'd like this take this. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everybody that played fantasy because I kicked your ass and I won the league, baby. Oh, Ooh. fantasy coffee chatter. Yeah. Actually, I do have to thank one person. I have to thank Jarrett because Jarrett smoked us. He won all the money in the league, but he missed one round 
and it gave me the victory. Well, did he get second overall? He got second overall because he missed one round. I rounded out of the box. And you were on third. Yeah. So, Coffee Chatter takes two spots on the podium in the Coffee Chatter fantasy, baby. Hell yeah, we do. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, we do. I'm in the green. Big money. I'm in the green. Big money. I'm in the green. Yeah. On the box, baby. So, that was cool. Anyways. That was fun. Thanks to everyone who played uh, Coffee Chatter Fantasy League with us. That was a lot of fun. I think we might do one for outdoor motocross. Um, so, yeah, let us know if you want to join. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. It's only yeah. five bucks around. It's, a, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's good time. Good time. All That's right. It, though. We'll, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Later, guys. Wish us, wish us good luck next weekend, people. Wish us good luck at the golf trip. Well, not us together. Like, choose one or the other because we're not going to be yeah, on the same Yeah, take team, a probably. Team Terry. Team Palm. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? I hate that guy. (laughs) 